0: Welcome to Yoke Talk, a look behind the scenes at Yoke Youth Ministries. Yoke is transforming communities by mentoring middle school students, equipping young leaders, engaging local churches, and enriching local schools. And in each episode of Yoke Talk, we have a conversation with the people who are making that happen. Our mission at Yoke is to impact middle school students by equipping passionate, faithful mentors to help those students discover their identity and purpose in Christ. This month on the podcast, we're talking about some of the key elements that help us accomplish that mission. Today, we're talking about camp, and our guest is Abby Oric. Abby, why don't you take a second and introduce yourself?
1: Okay, um, my name's Abby. I'm a Yolk Folk at Rutledge Middle School. I'm going into my fourth year serving, and um, currently, I'm finishing up my last my last semester at Walter State Community College.
0: Very good, very good. And what what are you studying at Walter State right now?
1: Um, I don't really know yet. Like, I'm okay. I'm in general studies. I'm kind of keeping my options open. Um, I'm praying a lot about that. And I'm just keeping everything open for when I do decide what I want to
0: do. Okay. And if Abby had a dream job, what would that be?
1: Um, Your job.
0: Oh, my job. Okay. Yeah. Good. Good. So I can go ahead and retire and we can go ahead and hire you. Is that right? Ideally, yes. Very good. Well, what's life been like for Abby during um, coronavirus and quarantine, self-isolation, those kind of things?
1: It's honestly been all over the place, like finishing up school online was one of the toughest things mm-hmm. ever, because like some of my classes, like our teachers held our hands through it all, in other of my classes, I heard from no one, and I had to figure out everything of what to do um and then it kinda got more normal um I started going back to work and through this season, it's just kind of normal life, but with a mask.
0: Yeah, normal life with a mask. I um, I can understand that. We've been working from home. Yoke's been working from home. We're we're slowly starting to kind of have some time at the office and and looking a little bit more normal, but uh, still still kind of working from home. Coming up with our uh, plan for the fall and what Yoke's going to look like um, uh, all across the board because we've got. We've got a lot of changes, a lot of new things that we're going to be dealing with. So, but uh, we're working on that and we're excited about the fall because we know that um, regardless of um, virtual school or in-person school or uh, whatever, God's going to still do some pretty awesome things. So um, we're excited about that. And speaking of we can kind of transition into our our topic that we're here to talk about instead of just catching up with each other. Um, A place where God has always done some really awesome things is Yoke Camp. And we have been um, talking about yoke in kind of this image of a house, um, a dining room or a kitchen. And um, we talk about how uh, club, has been that front porch. It's kind of the entryway into building the relationships with kids. Um, And then we talk about kid time as the family room where you sit down, get more personal, you're chatting, maybe you're sharing a meal, that kind of thing. Uh, But camp is the dining room. It's the place where we sit around the table together. Uh, We definitely share a meal at camp together, always good food, but um, it's where we sit around we have a lot of fun, uh, but we really take that opportunity over that weekend to get to know the kids really well. So, um, Abby, you've been to a bunch of camps?
1: I have. I was trying to count how many camps I've been to, okay. and I, that was a really hard thing to do. Um, I feel <laughs> like I've, I'm hitting around, like, ten. Okay. Um, and like every year, it's just, it's amazing. And it's like, I was a young kid and now I'm a young folk. Um, and just that the essence of being at camp, like it's, it's the same. And it's amazing. It's like just this feeling that, um, that you're there for a purpose and that you're there with the community and with people who love you and people who care for you. Um, and like you're in the mountains, which is really cool. You have no cell service, which is really cool. <laughs> a lot of people don't see it that way, but like, um, but when you come back from camp and then your phone's blowing up, and you're just like, "Oh, this thing works. It's not just like a box that I carry around." Um, but yeah, camp is a lot of fun. It's really special to me. Um, when I was a kid, so. None of my friends went to yoke. All okay. of my friends, um, they either like their parents just couldn't pick them up from yoke or um, they had sports. Like one of my, like my best friend was a cheerleader. So they always, she always had practice. So she can okay. never come to yoke. Um, but how I got into yoke was all of my brother's friends started becoming yoke folk. And so they were like, yeah, you have to come, you have to come. So I started going, and I really didn't know many people besides the Yoke folk that were my brother's friends. Um, But camp was where I, like, bonded even more with my other Yoke folk and where um, I bonded and I made new friends. So, like, I wasn't just, like, awkwardly, like, sitting in the middle of club, like, not talking to anyone. Okay, Um,
0: And you're, you're talking specifically about when you were a middle schooler. Yes, when um, I was a middle schooler. Okay. And um, so those of you listening to the podcast, uh, Abby mentioned she serves at Rutledge Middle School. Um, and Rutledge, um, they've only got one middle school. And mm-hmm. Abby was a Yoke know, kid, a Future Folk, which is our high school leadership development program. And now she's a yoke folk all at that same school, which is awesome. We love, we love that. So um, what are some of those significant moments? Uh, of course, you talked about that community that camp builds, but as a yoke kid, so think back to your eighth grade year and what are some of those significant moments that you can think about camp and they could be fun. They could be serious, spiritual, you know, whatever, whatever you want to share.
1: Um, probably one of the most like significant moments is the dinner that we have on Saturday night. Okay. Um, so it's a really big dinner and we get to eat together and it's just a family style, mm-hmm. which, um, I was fortunate enough to grow up having meals like that, but I know a lot of, um, yoke kids, they don't have that luxury of eating a meal with their family, um, so, it's kind of like a family style. It's really special, like our yoke folk serve us. Um, and it's just it's more of a bonding mm-hmm. um, aspect than anything. And then from, um, from that meal, we go straight into service and we go straight into worship. Um, and then we have cabin time, which is also a really special part of yoke camp.
0: Yeah, so um, the weekend, Camp Weekend, is designed around um, four uh, talks over the weekend. As you know, Abby, kind of speaking to the listeners right now, and um, those talks kind of take us from, you know, who God is and how much He loves us to um, all the way through uh, the fact that there is sin in the world and sin in our life, and that sin separates us. From God, that we can't have a relationship in, in when we have that in us, uh, to what Christ did on the cross for us, um, and uh, to heal that relationship, forgiveness of sins, um, all the way through to how to respond to that, both if, if you've never believed in Jesus in that way and, and how to respond and have that relationship to, for some of our yoke kids um, and some of our yoke folk have responded. In kind of those next steps to how to go deeper in their relationship with with Christ and how to step into maybe um, serving him or how do they um, open up their Bible and read and, and learn about those kind of things. So camp kind of builds off of those four things. Um, we have different themes for our different camps, everything from Western and uh, Survivor Camp. Um, This past spring, um, unfortunately we had to cancel camp and everybody was so bummed about that, but that was gonna be Olympic camp. All of our themes are um, tons of fun, our games, our activities are always um, themed around those different things. Um, But what Abby was talking about in cabin time is what the whole weekend kind of builds to where we get to, um, the, the kids will leave out a service, Um, we try to keep that, you know, real quiet, real calm and, and try to, um, so that the kids feel, um, completely open to ask questions about maybe what was being talked about, um, during the service, share, um, maybe something going on in their life and, um, just the opportunity to ask questions, hear from our yoke folk, hear how God works in their lives and just really, um, let them have a few minutes um, to to share and listen. Abby, tell me about a significant story from cabin time. Maybe from maybe you remember one from when you were a kid, or maybe maybe more significant from when you were a leader. So
1: um, thinking about cabin time, it always holds the same te- the same theme. Like even looking back when I was a young kid, now as a leader, um, and it's always like about our worth in Jesus. Because um, mm. being a middle schooler is hard and being a middle school girl is very hard. Mm. Um, and especially as I see like group of girls coming in and then new ones coming in. Um, it's just their worth is put into so many different things to where That's their awesome. worth should not be handled. Um, and so I just remember when I was a young kid and even now it's always a reminder that like, you are fearfully and wonderfully made and God made you for a purpose specifically. Um, And so we just try to like remind our girls of like who they are and like who they were created by. Um, And it always leads just to like very powerful, like refreshing moments Um, just because sometimes we do forget who we are and we forget like who we were made by. And just that reminder is very powerful.
0: That's awesome. And you guys do a really neat thing. So, um, we give you all a lot of freedom in how to kind of approach that. We give some kind of helpful t- tips and, um, you know, just some questions to kind of help the way. But you guys do uh, a really neat um, thing that's kind of Rutledge's um, thing uh, with the letters and the notes that you do for everybody. So, t- tell everybody about what that is and, and everything.
1: Yes, so we do Secret Sister. Um, this is always it's really cool because I still have my notes like that I got as a kid and I have my notes like kids send me now. Um but at the start of the weekend we put everyone's name in like a hat and then you draw a name out of there and you see whose name that you have. And your goal for the weekend is to leave um, we try to tell our girls like two or three, you can do more than that if you want to, but usually we only have time for two or three, um, sure. leave two or three notes, just saying encouraging things. Um, we can leave like encouraging quotes or Bible verses, and we usually bring some candy like so that they can leave like like little treats like on their bunks and things, um, and your goal is to give that person their note without them letting you letting them know who you are. Um, and it's really cool. It's like, we make it out to like this whole thing. Um, the last time we did it, all of our girls, everyone was each other's messenger. So like, you would just have like three or four girls coming up to you like, hi, here's a message, a message from your secret sister. Um, and it's really cool. And so on Sunday, before we leave camp, we all try to guess who it was.
0: And, And what I love about that is it's not just yoke folk leaving notes for kids. You guys engage the kids in this and have them doing notes to each other. And I just, I love that because it would be really easy for us as the leaders to go, okay, I'm going to write my kids a note, but for them to be able to look at the other kids and other leaders that are there and look for those things, uh, you know, you were talking about Looking for that worth and who they are in God and in Christ, and you're teaching them to do the very thing that God does in looking at our worth. You're teaching them how to look at the worth in other people. That's that's so awesome that you all do that, and I've I've always loved that. Um, that's a that's a really good image of of camp between the the talks and the activities, and and um, you know we we use camp as that opportunity to go deeper with kids. You know, we, we really, um, in all the conversation about, you know, that, uh, restoring that relationship with Christ, forgiveness of his sins. We, we never, uh, want to pressure kids into any of that. We want that to be a, a thing that as they ask questions or have conversations with, with yoke folk that comes very naturally, um, we believe that that is, that is how to restore that relationship the right way instead of, um, you know, we we used to have a joke. So my history, uh, I actually worked at Camp Bayoca for years and years. And we used to have a skit um, that had this, kind of old fashioned um, preacher type of character in it. And his, his famous line was, you're going to fry like a piece of bacon in hell. And we, we will never do that at at Yoke. That's the last thing that we're ever going to do. So um, we want kids to know that how much God loves them and that that relationship is there waiting on them when they're ready. And um, I think camp, sets the stage to have those conversations so kids can can learn what that relationship looks like. Well, we can't end this conversation without talking about a couple more things. Uh, we talked a little bit about you as a yoke kid at camp, and we talked a little bit about what it's like being a yoke folk at camp, but you actually served at camp um, during high school as a future folk. And um, for those of you listening, uh, we've talked about Future Folk before, but it is a high school um, program that Yoke does um, that is really geared around leadership development. And it takes folks like Abby, who um, did Yoke in middle school, and she can stay connected with us, still do some of those Yoke activities, but our leaders really spend time developing them as as young people, as leaders. And usually their senior year, they get to step in as um, um, future folk, but they're yoke leaders at Yoke Club, and they can start helping lead some of those activities. But they also have a role at camp. And when I tell you this role, you would think, oh, I bet you're begging these high schoolers to come and do this. Um, And that is to come serve in our kitchen. Isn't that right, Abby?
1: Yes, and it is so much
0: fun. Well, I was going to say, it's not the easiest job, right?
1: Oh, no, not at all. It was disgusting, but it was so much fun.
0: (laughs) You guys are up there before anybody else. Mm -hmm. You're for breakfast. You're the last ones to leave. You're cleaning up. You're prepping food. You're cleaning spills. You're pulling trash. You're you're dealing with all the leftover food and, and washing dishes. And how many times did we have to beg you to come to camp?
1: Um, not one,
0: not once. What? And that is, that's what blows me away about the future folk that we have a waiting list every camp um, for those high school students to come and serve at camp and, um, you know, unfortunately, we've only got so many spots for them, and we we end up having to tell some some of the future folk no sometimes. But what is what is significant about being a high school student, being in this leadership development program, and coming to camp and serving in that way? What what is it? Why why is there a waiting list, Abby?
1: Um, I think it's because we went to camp as kids, and it was just so special to us, and it holds just such a special place in our hearts that just getting to go is so much fun. Um, even though we are up very, very, very early, um, there's little sleep, and there's little sleep at camp anyways, but like at Future bulk, there's even less sleep. Um, That's very true. Yeah, I had to clean an egg vat. And it was disgusting. It was probably one of the grossest things I've ever done. Um, but it was so much fun. Like, there's just a whole, like, community. And it's also seeing um, it's seeing the middle schoolers, like, just mm-hmm. interact. And it's getting to serve them. It's getting to serve tired college students. Um, and you know that they're exhausted, but you know that they're doing this because they love what they do and they love the mm-hmm. Lord. Um, but it's so much fun. And it also like it is like it helped me um, like with my work ethic and with my like, servant <laughs> attitude and things like that.
0: It has blown me away every camp, and and I just I cannot praise these high school students, these future folk that come every camp and um, serve like they do. Um, it's it's pretty amazing to to watch that. Um, um, you know I. I've said it before to some of our our staff and some of our yoke folk, but when I see when I see high schoolers coming and serving like that at camp, it, it gives me hope. You know, it it shows me that they put themselves uh, and and their sleep and what they want to be doing for a weekend as a high schooler, and it, it puts what they want to be doing to the side, and it says, "I'm here to serve," and and that is. That's the kind of thing that that we're called to when we have that relationship with God. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it it really gives me hope when I see how they serve. Well, we're um, we're about coming to our time. We've been going for a while now, um, but I just wanted to give you one last chance. If you know, if there is anything else significant about camp and those camp weekends that you want to share, um, what it's meant to you as, um, as a yoke folk, um, you know, somebody who could possibly look, be looking at going into ministry one day, um, as we joked about you having my job one day. And I don't think that'd be a bad thing, Abby. I, I I really appreciate your heart and how you have served over the last couple of years of getting to know you. So, um, I I could see you doing well at something like this. So, um, any other significant anything, any lessons that you've learned about camp that that you're going to take with you kind of kind of going forward?
1: I was trying to just like think about what really makes camp so special. Mm-hmm. And I think it's the closeness that is like that's like at camp because you're in bunk beds and it's either really cold or it's really rainy and I say <laughs> rainy because I've only been to one camp where it hasn't rained the whole weekend um but it's it's about like being so close to people that even though camp is like two and a half days I mean you really only get one full day because right. you're there on, you come in on, on a Friday afternoon, you have all day Saturday, and then you leave Sunday morning. Mm -hmm. But it's like those three short days feels like a week. Um, And it's like it's so full of activities, but also you have so much time to really get to know each other. Um, Even some of my best friends that I've known, that I've been best friends with since middle school, Mm -hmm. um, we grew significantly closer when we served together at camp. Um, and it's like you don't really know a kid, like one of your kids is super shy, but by Sunday, you're best friends with that kid because of how close camp is. Um, and probably the biggest thing that when I look at camp as a kid, um, you all get some great speakers at camp. Mm-hmm we have some of like the best camp pastors that come to camp by with Yo camp. Um, And when I was in the eighth grade, I loved Christian rap, like absolutely loved it. And so the, the preacher that weekend, um, he was wearing um, a Lacrae gravity shirt. And so I started talking to him. I was like, dude, I love and He's like, thanks. I love Lecrae too. I was like, you have an awesome shirt. And so we uh, were talking where we had this big conversation about like, um, about like what God is doing in our lives. Um, and it was like really cool because like, I'll never forget that conversation. I'll never forget that the, that the demonstrations that he had, um, which is like, was so mind blowing to me, but it's like a really simple demonstration. It was, um, like three cups of water and he put like pepper in one cup and he was like, yeah, like, so the cup is us. And, Um, when we, when we sin a little bit, it kind of makes us dirty. Um, And he was like, but it's just a little bit. It's not a big deal. Then he put um, what I thought as a middle school was grape juice, but it wasn't grape juice. It was like food coloring. Um, He like put like food coloring in it, in the water. And he was like, but then we keep putting pepper in, but then it turns into even a bigger mess when he pours in, um, the food coloring. And he was like, and before we know it, we're not clear at all. Like we're completely, um, we're completely in, engaged in sin. Um, and then what I thought, which, yeah, he just has water. Um, he was like, but then Jesus comes and he takes our cup and he decides to pour himself into us. And so he pours the clear water of Jesus into our messed up um, pepper and food colored water. And he was like, but Jesus doesn't only really do that. Jesus wants to overflow our cups. And mm-hmm. so he takes a pitcher of water and he just like overflows the cup. It's just like, and it like went everywhere. It sure. was awesome. Um, and just like, we literally had the greatest speakers at camp. And it's really cool.
0: We have, we, I've been very pleased. Um, you know, we take a lot of time to really look at who to bring in. And, and uh, we are very blessed in, in our whole area, our Knox Blunt, Jeff Anderson, Granger counties to have, I guess I need to include Loudoun County and because we're now out there. Um,
1: but um, cool.
0: we have some tremendous speakers um, and not just, um, you know, not just anybody can come and speak with middle schoolers. You know, that takes right. that takes somebody who, who does a really good job, can hold their attention and that kind of thing. But, um, you know, you think about that image, and how many years ago was that?
1: Um, oh, gosh, I don't know. Um, like <laughs> seven, eight? seven, Seven, eight years
0: ago, and that image has stuck with you that whole time. And, you know... Um, I was a yoke kid I went to yoke camp and that's been a lot longer than seven or eight years ago (laughs) and I can still remember some of that same kind of stuff from when I was a yoke kid and and went to yoke camp um and so those images those talks those speakers are really important to to what we do up there and um we've been very blessed to have some really good ones so um so yeah that's really awesome Well, Abby, um, I've taken a lot of your time today. I really appreciate it. But, you know, I think this conversation has been a really good one around camp and give people just a picture of what we do um, at camp. And I don't need to um, leave the conversation without thanking Camp Bioca and um, Alan Snyder, who's been up there for years um, as the camp director, um, Phil Young. Who is the director of the the Knox County Baptist Churches? Who oversees Camp Bayoka? Um, those guys have really worked with Yoke and and kept it affordable for us to go to Camp Bayoka, so that we can keep our our pricing as low as possible. So I've really got to uh, a huge shout out to uh, to Alan and to Phil and everything they've done at Camp Bayoka for for Yoke because we have been going there. Um, almost from, um, from day one of Yoke's existence. For, so for almost 40 years, we've been going to Camp Bioka and, and had that relationship with them. And um, we've broken things and we've messed things up and, and, all, and uh, all kinds of things, but uh, they've always been very gracious to, to invite us back and let us have that space. So um, thank you, Camp Bioka. Uh, thank you, Abby, for your time today. And, um, yeah, folks, that's camp to learn more about yoke, visit yokeyouth.com. Subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. So you never miss an episode and follow us on Instagram at yokeyouth.